What's up, everybody? This is Judith Hope You're listening to Mad Love. I did not podcast yesterday because I was just in the world's worst mood in the morning. Not even that long. I got over it. But by the time I got over it, it was uh, past, you know, podcast time. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> ah, my first sneeze on the podcast. You're welcome. Allergy season. So anyway, just didn't feel like it and... I don't know. Just a lot of emotions at play yesterday. And finally, I worked through it. Worked through it. I feel pretty good. Um, It's just, you know, you reach seasons in your life where you just ask yourself questions like, what should I do next? What's going on? What's the best way to proceed? And, you know, right now I'm just hyper-focused on this um, glucose thing and monitoring my glucose and what I eat when I eat it. I mean, this is such good data. Um, I'll tell you an example. I ate, so I love these crackers called Mary's Gone Crackers. They're uh, no gluten, kind of, you know, I like crunchy, salty, but I don't eat potato chips. So I allow myself a serving size of these crackers. I really enjoy them. And so, uh, for some reason, the rest of my meal was taking a little longer. So I ate the crackers ahead of the, you know, full meal, which was more balanced. And the crackers alone sent my my blood sugar like skyrocketing. It sent my glucose super high. And I was like, whoa, what? Why? I ate the exact same meal that I ate the day before. But the only difference is I ate the crackers alone. And I didn't wait to put it with the rest of the meal. And wow, I mean, it made a huge difference. And so you say, well, what's the big deal? Um, The big deal is, you know, in order to be metabolically flexible, you don't want all those spikes in your blood sugar. So the idea of like eating six small meals a day, you know, all of these things work great if you are metabolically healthy. But if you already have high blood pressure or, you know, you're diabetic or pre-diabetic, those are clues that you're not metabolically fit. So eating six small meals a day is not a good idea because that means you're constantly telling your body to pump out insulin. And um, there's a strong chance that you're insulin resistant, which means your body, you can pump out all the insulin you want, but your body, your cells aren't taking it in. And so that's why your insulin would remain high through the day. Now, there's much, much smarter people who can articulate it way better than I just did. But it's a problem. It's sort of like, you know, your body floods, your body produces so much insulin that your body can't handle it. So it just sits in your in your uh, bloodstream and it's just super not healthy. And, you know insulin resistance is the beginning of diabetes now so you so you are probably like me I don't eat things that would give me diabetes I'm not understanding how I got on this path (laughs) and so much of it is hormonal and hormone based and how your genes react to your environment it's so much going on and uh, I found out yesterday I was listening to a podcast that clinical trials and studies of medicines didn't include women until the 90s. So all of these drugs that people were were taking 
They they were mainly tested on men and our bodies are completely different than men. There, there should be something called women's health for real, but it's underfunded. And all these tri- uh, drug companies, they mostly still run their trials on men. There are s- some women included now, but not nearly at the pace that you would think in 2022. And it's really disturbing because that's why you can get inundated with all these erectile dysfunction commercials and not one thing about menopause, not one uh, piece of literature that floats around that everybody knows about. I mean, you really enter perimenopause um, blind. Like there's no info. You have to really get down there and dig. And so that's why YouTube is so valuable, Um, not for the wing nuts and the bizarre, you know, the bizarre stuff, but for news that people should be talking about that no one talks about, YouTube is great. And menopause is one of those things. So I I just feel as a woman, it's just so frustrating because you're, you're getting hit by this buzzsaw. You know, when they do your metabolic panel, they should also do your hormones. It, I'm not even sure why it's not done. And I'll be honest, I've never had kids, so I don't think anyone ever did a a hormone panel on me even when you go in and complain they just put you on the birth control pill and then you have to age out of that or you might have a stroke I mean we have been sorely neglected and I think as women if we ever want to see this country move forward it's going to be incumbent upon women to do it and before everybody starts saying well if you think you know women are disenfranchised black women have had it worse this, you know, trans women have it worse. Let's not have a contest about who has it the worst, you know, because while we're doing that, men are just mistreating all women. And so it would just be nice if we could unite around the idea that we're great and we need better care because we're, we're entering those boomers getting up in years and we have more senior citizens than we ever will have and it's just going to keep going on for years and their health our health is different than men's health drugs work differently with men they have more muscle than we have their arteries are bigger in their hearts there's all kinds of things that 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 are different besides just the obvious things and our bodies react differently And so, yeah, it's scary. It's scary how neglected we've been. And what's really scary is how cool we are with it. Because I guarantee you, you go to a black woman and say this, and then the first thing out of most of their mouths, I'm a black woman, our mouths is, but this wouldn't apply to me, is, oh, but if you think it's bad, it's for you, it's way worse for black women. Okay, great. Let's not have a contest about who has it the worst. We need to address this issue. It's scary. It's scary. And if if we can do something that saves women, um, the challenges that, that I've experienced, certainly since my late 40s, you're 40. Actually, 40 all physically, 40 to now has just been a real roller coaster. Um, and I, I look back and I think my, my blood pressure crisis was probably related to my hormones. But no one would would have ever made that leap or connection. So, yeah, not to be heavy or a downer, but this is super important. And um, if you can swing it 
and afford to do your own testing, I highly recommend it because you just you just need to know where your body is metabolically um, because you can keep working out and you can keep running and you can keep doing all the stuff you're trying to and not eating and fasting. All of this stuff is done in the dark if you don't know the data, you know, um, just blind fasting without a continuous glucose monitor I see isn't um, as beneficial. So if I do a 20 hour fast and then I lead with a carb uh, that sends my blood sugar to the roof, that doesn't help me. It, it creates, it sets off a chain of events that makes my body meta, uh, metabolically challenged for the, the hour and a half, two hours that my blood sugar is elevated. And so I'm not getting into ketosis. That was the whole point. Like I tried keto for years and I'm like, it doesn't work for me. Fasting and keto does not work for me. And I see why, because I could be eating the right stuff, but you know, because even like a strict keto, you you're allowed like 20 milligrams of carbs. And depending on where you are in your journey, your body might not want a carb ever, you know. And then in that instance, you might have to look at carnivore to get your body reset. And carnivore for me was hard, like all meat and that's it. I, the first week I did it, I felt sick. But I will be honest, my numbers really looked great. You know, I did. Uh, I happened to go to my annual physical maybe a year after that. Uh, no, a year. What am I talking about? I had a month after I was doing the carnivore, I had my annual exam and that was ri- ridiculously good. And I was like, man, just eating meat. It really, but it's hard because I was like, ah, I'm just, I don't want to eat this much meat. But um, my numbers looked very, very good. So yeah, your health is important. And our healthcare system just does not uh, provide enough uh, information or enough care or enough preventive medicine. Uh, Technology has allowed us to move into personalized medicine. And if you can afford it, you should take advantage of it. And um, I don't know about you, but I, I want to live till I'm 80 or 90, but not without my feet or not without my faculties. I don't want to sit around in my own feces wondering, uh, you know, who I am and where I am all the damn time. I don't want to do that. I want my feet. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> people think I'm being extreme, but it's true. I watched this happen to my relatives. Like diabetes has just ravaged my uh, family on both sides. So, yeah, you know, it's important. It really is. Uh, and women's health is important. So, you know, we have to act like it. And we need to view our health outside of our relationship with men. I think the world would be a much better calmer, safer, cleaner place when women can view our progress outside of how men think about us. You know, it would be huge to just do what you know is the right thing and not care uh, what a man thinks about it. And not in any kind of, you know, attitudinal way. I don't care what you think. Not like that. Just like, hey, this is what's best for, for us. So we're going to do that. You know? That would be a real new world order for America, for sure. All right, everybody, take care of yourselves, literally. 
be your best. This podcast is brought to you by, I'm still doing Turo, but don't worry. I'm still building Automate, um, just putting all the pieces in place and it takes some time, but I see the need for the service and uh, I'm going to build out a great rental partner company. When you need a car, you automate with us. That's the whole point. Get it automate because we're your partner in uh, getting a, a good, cool car that's reliable and fun to drive. Right. So anyway, uh, still doing Turo, still not loving it, but it's just a platform. They're not a partner. They are a platform. And uh, yeah, just holding on, doing my very, very best. Life is challenging these days. Do whatever it is you do to stay centered and focused. And uh, I wish you love. Thank you so much for listening. We've had a little surge of listenership, so keep doing that. Sharing, liking, spreading the word. Uh, This is the little podcast that could. And I thank you for that. All right. Take care.